What's up and welcome into this crossover Thursday episode of Locked On Bucks and Locked On Lions, your daily podcasts covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am James Yarko, one of the hosts of Locked On Bucks, joined by Matt Derry, host of Locked On Lions. You can check out both of us on those shows five days a week, as well as on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks and at Derry Speaks. This crossover Thursday episode is brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to pricepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code locked on nfl all lowercase for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. biggest matchups and most important players coming up for you in just a little bit but matt we need to start things off with the biggest stories surrounding our respective teams and because the Buccaneers are the home team. I'm going to defer to you. What is wow. the big story with the Detroit Lions right now? James, great to uh, be with you. Yeah, you know, uh, you look at what the Lions are doing right now, and they're just taking care of business. It doesn't matter who they're playing, where they're playing. Uh, they're a machine right now. They're just hitting on all cylinders. They're playing complimentary football. They're not making a lot of mistakes. And uh, the storyline is that the, the town is buzzing. They're 4-1. and one. They feel good. And there are some people that believe that the division is theirs right here, right now, on, as you and I record on October 12th. It's crazy to think that, you know, in early October, people are already saying, well, Detroit's got a, you know, a plus three lead, really, if you look at it in the division over Green Bay. So the, the storyline is that the Lions always seem to stay focused. Now, this is going to be an interesting stretch at Tampa. Bucks are playing well, off a bye, have had some time to rest. And then at Baltimore. What will that look like for the Lions after next week? And it starts, obviously, with the Bucks, but everybody's very confident, feeling good, no matter if, if guys are injured or not. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown didn't play. Brian Branch didn't play last week uh, in the win over Carolina. It didn't matter. Uh, the, the depth is there, and this team feels very good about uh, how they're playing. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. Uh, this, to me, I went into the season very skeptical on the Detroit Lions. I put them not quite as bad as the New York Giants, but I felt both of those teams overachieved and that both of them were going to come back down to earth. And Detroit has done nothing but prove me wrong. And uh, it, it certainly is their division to lose. Jefferson uh, with the Vikings now out for at least a month. The Chicago Bears absolutely stink and, and Justin Fields is terrible. Uh, and then the Packers, we don't, we really still don't know what the Packers are, right? So, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to see somebody as fun as Dan Campbell having this much success in Detroit. But obviously, you know, my my viewers and listeners want to see that downfall this week. Sure. The biggest the biggest story around the Buccaneers right now is getting healthy off that bye week. Um, heading into week four against the New Orleans Saints, you know, there were there were issues on that injury report, but you know, some big names for the Buccaneers have been injured throughout the year. You've had Devin White dealing with a groin injury and a foot injury. You've had Vita Vea dealing with a pec injury. Carlton Davis already missed a couple of games this season with turf toe. He returned against the Saints and looked pretty good. Jamel Dean, he missed week four against the New Orleans Saints. Mike Evans left that uh, week four game at halftime with a hamstring injury. Then you've had Servassier Dennis, who has been uh, injured and, and missed the last three games. You have their first-round pick, Kalijah Cansey, who – strained his calf in training camp, returned for week one against the Vikings, re-injured that calf in the first half and has not played since. So for a lot of Bucks fans, the bye week was way, way, way too early. But 
You take a look at some of the names on this list, some of the injuries they've been dealing with. Getting this bye week ahead of a huge matchup that you know could have playoff implications against the Detroit Lions, and then you got to turn around and and you have a divisional matchup against the Falcons. You got to travel to Buffalo and play the Bills in prime time. You have to travel to Houston, who has been playing pretty well. Uh, they certainly have what looks like the best quarterback of that quarterback class, and C.J. Stroud. So it's all about getting healthy and which of these players are going to fully return for this matchup against the Detroit Lions. Will we see Kalijah Kansi, who brings a completely different layer to the defense? Is Mike Evans going to be okay? Is Jamel Dean going to return to his role as the starting corner? So those have been really the big things surrounding the Buccaneers in a you know relatively quiet bye week, which is what you hope for. James, do you think Cancy will play? I, my listeners, uh, many of them chide me and get on my case because I loved him for the Lions and even had the Lions taking him very early in a few mock drafts. And certainly he slid and the Lions are doing just fine. But what do you think? Do you think he'll play? Good guess. He, there was the, the bonus practice on Monday and he was out there, but we didn't get an official report as to whether he was limited or if he was just doing side work or anything like that. I do get the feeling that he will be out there probably in a limited role. But, you know, what Kalijah Kansi brings to this defense, especially alongside Vita Vea in this rotation of the defensive line, his speed, his strength, his his anticipation and get off of the line, it brought something special to the Buccaneers pass rush early against the Minnesota Vikings. So losing him has been pretty brutal for them. The defense has still been able to get it done, but yeah, Kalijah Kansi is, is on another level. And then his, his pit teammate, Servassier Dennis, uh, if he suits up, uh, I'll, I'll let the locked on lions listeners know he's a guy to keep an eye on. You know, my co-host David Harrison and I going through our film review of Kalijah Kansi Servassier Dennis was the one that kept popping off the screen play Ooh. after play after play. So he's a, a very dynamic and versatile player. And, and if that hamstring is finally good to go after being off for about a month, he brings another element to the to the uh, Buccaneers pass rush. Yeah, keep keep an eye on Brian Branch. Uh, that's the yeah. big one for the Lions right now. What a year he has had so far. Uh, did not play last week in the win over Carolina. Um, to say the Lions couldn't have used him is, is, is dumb, but guys have stepped up. Uh, Will Harris is a veteran that's taken his spot and is solid at a fumble recovery the other day. So, uh, but when Branch is out there, he has just been a one-man wrecking crew at that nickel corner spot and kind of a hybrid amoeba, whatever you want to call it. Uh, jack of all trades. It makes tackles for loss, tackles down the field, uh, defends passes, and has been a, a just an awesome surprise. But again, not sure with that ankle if uh, if he'll play or not. That's one to keep an eye on on the Detroit side. Yeah, no doubt about it. And of course, anytime I'm watching the Detroit Lions, I'm keeping an eye on my guy, Kirby Joseph. He's always a lot of fun to watch. If yeah. Your viewers can see my Illinois block eye in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all Detroit does. They collect all these fantastic players from Illinois, who's typically a really bad college football team. Yeah. But, yeah. And you then got, you got Brad Bielema. Come on. That's 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 fun, yeah. right? <laughs> And another one that, of course, that I want to keep an eye on, and, and I don't know if you have any update for the Locked On Bucks listeners, is Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, that's a guy that he can he can change the entire 
impact of a football game in one single play. He has been absolutely fantastic. But like you said, he had missed that game against the Carolina Panthers. Again, they really didn't need him. Uh, but does does Amon Ra look to be on track to play this week? I think so. I, I think the abdominal injury last week was a one-week thing. It was similar to last year when he had an injury against Seattle. He missed one game, came back. He's a very tough kid, and he's a guy that really owns that wide receiver room. And, and you know, there's certain players I think the Lions are going to be very, very cautious with, like they were with Branch last week. But with Amon Ra, if he says he's good, he'll be good. And I think uh, I think he'll play someday. All right. Well, that'll be a fun matchup to watch. Amon Ross St. Brown against Carlton Davis. But what are the biggest matchups that are going to decide this game? That is coming up next here on a crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Price Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more or less than uh, more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in price picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. And with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay and an enormous selection of players and stat types. That is what makes price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app and price picks now offers Apple pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. This week, I am going with Mike Evans to have more than 60 and a half receiving yards, Zach Wilson to have less than 195 and a half passing yards, and Travis Etienne to have more than 0.5 total touchdowns. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks and Locked On Lines your first listen or view every single day. Every day, make sure you are coming back tomorrow as Matt is going to give you a final preview of this game. And David and I will do the same over on Locked On Bucks. But Matt, every game boils down to a few key matchups. And for the Lions to continue their uh, their reign over the NFC North, what is the matchup that they need to exploit against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm no Todd Bowles fan, all right? I, I, I never have been, um, but I like the fact that I think for this year, obviously, and you know this better than me, you're watching them every day, that offense seems to be clicking a little bit, uh, the changes that they made, um, and, and the offensive line is so much better. Um, I'm interested in watching if the Lions can get to Baker Mayfield and, 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 and disrupt him. Uh, your tackles, I'm a huge Werfs fan. Do they move Aiden Hutchinson over to the other side to go up against Werfs? Do they keep him on the right side uh, against Big Luke? I mean, who knows? But uh, I'm interested in watching what they do with Hutchinson, how the Lions' pass rush handles what has been a really solid group so far for the Bucs and giving the quarterback some time. I mean, certainly when Baker Mayfield was in Cleveland, he played behind some pretty good offensive lines, but threw the ball sometimes to the other team, and, and it was just not working out. All of a sudden, he seems to be reborn, but bothering him – at home, getting after him a little bit. Will Aaron Glenn send more people? 
Didn't really do a ton of blitzing this past week against Bryce Young. And really the sacks weren't there, but it was a lot of disruptions. It was a lot of happy feet. And again, it also helped that uh, the, the, the Lions uh, picked off some passes and certainly uh, Hutchinson made an unbelievable play on a screen. So O-line versus D-line. Lions D-line against Bucks O-line. That's a matchup uh, I'm definitely interested in watching. Yeah, I'm actually going to talk a little bit more about that coming up in just a minute. But when I take a look at these two teams, the biggest matchup that I'm keeping an eye on is the duo of Levante David and Devin White going up against David Montgomery. Montgomery has been an absolute stud. Back-to-back 100-yard games, averaging over four yards a carry, getting in the end zone six times in four games because he didn't play against the bears or not against, was it against the bears that he didn't play or the Falcons Falcons game? Yep. Falcons. Okay. So half of those touchdowns came at the expense of the Packers, but still you're talking about six touchdowns in four games. Yeah. And uh, you know, over 20 touches in three of the four games that he played in, that means he's going to be a big part of the lions game plan. And it's going to be on Levante David and Devin White to limit his output as much as possible. And if if they're able to keep Montgomery's gains to a minimum, force those third and medium, those third and long situations when Todd Bowles can dial up the pressure like he's done all year long, bringing it from all different angles and get after Jared Goff, the Buccaneers have been extremely opportunistic this season they have 10 takeaways and they're tied with the 49ers for the best turnover differential in the nfl with a plus seven and they've done that by bringing that pressure on the quarterback from all different angles disguising the blitzes and creating chaos in the backfield of opposing offenses and forcing the quarterbacks into mistakes you can't create those opportunities if david montgomery is getting four five six yards a clip every time he touches the ball. So it's going to be on Levante and Devin to limit his rushing output and, of course, make sure that he doesn't become a big factor in the passing game. But David Montgomery is a big-time player to keep an eye on because he is on a mission to show the Bears that, well, they made a very bear-like decision and are a bunch of morons. Um, but <laughs> let me let me add, let me add something, James. You you mentioned before about bringing the house, and 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 obviously Todd Bowles has been a very good defensive coach for many many years. Um, Jared Goff and Frank Rag now the center just do a great job of mm-hmm. kind of pointing out pre-snap what's going on, who's coming, who's who's backing out. Um, the reads have been really really good. You're right. You get to Goff. Uh, he'll fumble, you know, they has, Jerichoff really hasn't been touched much all year, but at the first half of last season, when he was a fumble machine and interception machine, it was because there was some injuries across the O-line and he didn't take care of the football. The Lions have taken great care of the football this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, a plus three in the turnover game against Carolina. So they win big. Um, that's going to be, I love that, that call by you, James, just because I think that's where the Lions do really well. Golf changes a play, Golf sees blitz coming. He'll dump it off to Gibbs. He'll dump it off to Montgomery. Uh, Reynolds out of the backfield. The use of the tight end. I think Laporta could have a huge game. If you're bringing people, that could leave Sam Laporta one-on-one. So uh, um, interesting to watch. I, I definitely agree. I think if I'm the Bucks, I would come after Goff because obviously he's not going to – he's not Jalen Hurts. He's not going to scramble on you. Um, but th- what he and Ragnow do pre-staff is pretty special. Yeah, and, and I know you said you're not uh, a fan of Todd Bowles, but – You'd be hard pressed to find many play or many people in the NFL that are better at disguising where the pressure is really coming from. Oh yeah, and Todd Bowles and and one person for for Lions fans to really keep an eye on in that 
aspect is Antoine Winfield Jr. He has been playing at an all-pro level this year, um, has forced multiple fumbles, has multiple sacks, and, and is the team leader in tackles. So he is flying all over the field, and you don't always see where he's coming from. But, Matt, who is going to be the most important player for the Detroit Lions in this old NFC Central rivalry renewed? <laughs> Well, you mentioned the NFC Central. I can't wait to see the uniforms that Tampa Bay is going to rock this weekend. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome, and I think that that's going to be uh, very, very cool to watch and, and see the old creamsicles back. Uh, you know, as far as most important player, I, I said it before. You know, if Brian Branch is out there, it just brings a new dimension to this defense. Mm -hmm. And you know, like we said, this is Thursday. We don't know yet if he's going to go. Uh, it's, it, it is important, although they got away with it this past week. But again, they were facing a rookie quarterback and a pretty bad Carolina offense. Um, but Branch has got to be out there. He is he has been that good and should be up for defensive rookie of the year. Um, I think he's very important. And I said it uh, earlier uh, in our conversation. I think Sam Laporta is going to be important, too, because the linebackers are good, mostly against the run. We saw last year Devin White struggle. Uh, a bit against uh, uh, some tight ends and didn't have the kind of year last year that I think we expected him to have. And, and it sounds like he's bounced back this year. I was a fan of his in college, but watch Laporte on offense. And I would say branch uh, on defense. What about uh, on your side? Yeah, for the Bucks, it's going to be Luke Gedicke. And, and I'm bringing it back to that that conversation that we had just a few minutes ago. And and he sounds like an odd choice at first when you have a team that has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and Devin White and Levante David. But Luke Gedicke is going to be the one trying to contain Aiden Hutchinson for yep. the most part. And, and you go back to the week four game against the New Orleans Saints when when Luke Gedicke was in charge of trying to contain Cam Jordan. Well, he succeeded. Cam Jordan finished with three tackles, no sacks, no tackles for loss. And Gedicke struggled a lot last year uh, at right guard and is really starting to come into his own back at his natural position of right tackle. So keeping Hutchinson at, at bay as much as possible – is going to be a huge task, and it's going to be vital to the success of the Buccaneers' offense. Baker Mayfield has been a one-man Houdini act, escaping a lot of sacks, escaping the grasp of defensive players, and, and being able to you know, turn those into positive plays or at the very least be able to get rid of the football and, and not take the sack. But – you know, not only can can Hutch blow up a play with his pass rush, but he's creating fumbles. He's creating interceptions and, and, and creating these two turnover opportunities for the Lions defense. And, and if they can limit his impact and give Baker the time that he needs to get through his reads, get through his progressions, this Bucks offense is going to be able to move the ball and, and get points on the board. And, and you mentioned, are they going to move Hutchinson around on the line? Well, you know, going up against Tristan Wirfs, I realized that he switched from right tackle to left tackle this year but he's one of the best left tackles in football right now yeah, according to a lot of these metrics and and he still hasn't reached his full potential over there so i'm far more concerned if they leave hutch where he normally is going at at Gedeke and, and seeing how Gedeke can get the protection than i would be if they moved him i think worfs you know all due respect to, to hutchinson i think he's one of the best young talents in the nfl but so is Tristan Wirfs, and I think Tristan Wirfs would win that battle 99 times out of 100. Wow. Well, I mean, Hutch mostly will go against the right tackle, uh, yeah. and then they move him inside on some third downs as well. And even on See, some now second that's level. where it could get real interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm just saying is after last week, Hutch, like I said, he had the, the interception and he had a sack on a spin move late in the game, but 
what I like what Aaron Glenn has done is he's he's mixed and matched and done some different things. And uh, it would not surprise me if we saw that. We haven't seen much of it, him him lining up on the right side against the left tackle, but you never know. I think that's what has been good about the Lions this year is their coaching staff has done a really good job of, of uh, breaking out some new things each week. Yeah, they move him to the inside going up against rookie Cody Malk in a struggling um, Robert Hainsey at, at center. Hutch, Hutchinson could really dictate this game uh, by himself. So what needs to go right for each of these teams to get a win? And we give you score predictions. That's coming up next here on Locked on Bucks and Locked on Lions. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. The Jace case makes sure that you have the medication in hand. And Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus, an additional $20 off by using code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked On. Wrapping things up here on a crossover Thursday edition of Locked On Bucks and Locked On Lions. And Matt, we have laid out some things for each of these teams so far, some avenues to success. But let's go ahead and put the cherry on top and talk about what needs to go right in order for each of these teams to get a win on Sunday in this creamsicle classic, as we've been calling it on Locked On Bucks. So what needs to go right for the Detroit Lions on the road in the new old sombrero? Well, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, and this is kind of interesting. I was doing some prep before we came on, James, and you look at the way the Lions have run the football and stopped the run. It's basic old school football like the Niners are playing right now. You stop the run, you run the football, you, you win the line of scrimmage, you win the games, and that's what the Lions have been doing. The opponents recently have not been the best, but who cares? They've gone into Kansas City and they've gone into Green Bay and won. What I find interesting uh, is the advanced number saying that the Bucks' run defense is god-awful when you just look at the normal numbers and, all right, they're like a top-10 run defense in terms of yards and yards per game given up, but PFF and others, and I'm a PFF guy, they 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 think that your run defense can be had. So if the Lions can run, and it's Montgomery, it's Gibbs if he's healthy, if it's Craig Reynolds, keep the Bucks offense off the field and establish that run and do that on the road and and make up a little bit of a statement and go up against some pretty darn good players. You mentioned the linebackers and, and Vita and all these guys. I think that's the recipe to success. I don't think it needs to be a Jared Goff 350-yard game through the air to win. I think it's doing what they do best, which is pounding Montgomery, Reynolds, the O-line doing their thing, and kind of wearing down what uh, what Tampa Bay is doing along that uh, defensive line. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. I it makes me feel like the Eagles game is what skewed everything because up until then the Bucks run defense had been really, really good. And they did relatively well against the, the new Orleans saints, even though they had a fresh Alvin Kamara off of his three week suspension. So yeah, it's, it's certainly going to be interesting to see how they do against David Montgomery and then Jameer Gibbs. But 
for the Bucs, what needs to go right is something that has gone right for them all year, and it's win the turnover battle. Uh, the Buccaneers have created a lot of opportunities for themselves by stealing possessions away from their opponents. And a lot of times, even if it hasn't ended in points, it's flipped the field. So every possession that you take away from the team across from you is one less chance they have to score and one more chance for you to put points up on your own board. And, and the Bucs have created scoring opportunities for themselves on 42% of their possessions this season, and they've scored on 39% of possessions. They did have one field goal blocked that they dropped that number down, but they've been extremely efficient. They they have the most uh, – yeah, they've made the most of the takeaways by the defense and, and against a Lions team that has Montgomery, has Amon Ra, Josh Reynolds, James Williams, Sam Laporta, who I think should be an offensive rookie of the year discussions early on this year, but he plays tight end and it's not sexy enough for him to get the uh, the love that he deserves. <laughs> the defense has to find chances to steal possessions away from that the type of offense that the Lions have that can score from their own 20 in the in the blink of an eye you know i'm looking at this game james as far as predictions go and you know the lions have won their last three and it's been all blowouts i mean they really have won what is it 14 18 and 14 or 16 whatever it's been um they've done they've done well i mean they went into green bay and pounded the packers atlanta came in feeling pretty good lions gave it to them uh, obviously this past weekend, there was really no contest. Carolina's not ready and you'll see them twice <laughs> and the lions are, I think this is going to be a closer game. I think, you know, I think maybe Baker Baker's here in a, like a fourth quarter pick and the lions hang on and win 24, 21, something like that, uh, where it comes down to the end. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a physical game. Um, and I like the, the way the bucks are playing. But I'll take Detroit on the road, maybe to win by three. What do you think? Yeah, you you mentioned it. The Lions have been winning by blowouts. On the flip side, outside of, of the domination of the Saints, the Bucs have won close and ugly. That's That's been their mantra against the Vikings, against the Bears. It's been close and ugly. We are going to drag this thing out. We are going to battle tooth and nail. And in the fourth quarter, we're going to get a play that bounces our way and going to take advantage of it so that's kind of how the the bucks have looked so far this year offense coordinator dave canales has done a phenomenal job of adjusting things on the fly when something's not working early in the game switching up the game plan switching up the the looks and the and uh their attack strategy and it has paid dividends raymond james is going to be jumping i i know the lions just had their big invasion of lambeau field which was a lot of fun to watch for somebody yeah. who's is not a fan of the Packers. Um, I don't see them having that big of, of a fan base at the stadium this week because of the return of the creamsicles. This is something that the city of Tampa has been asking for, begging for, for years and years and years, and there are a lot of very excited fans. Now, of course, there's going to be Detroit fans that already live there because it's a transplant city, so it, it's not going to be 100% Bucks fans in the stands but this is going to be a big-time emotional game for the fans. They are going to get behind their Buccaneers. The Bucs are going to feed off that. And once again, I think the Bucs are going to win something that's close and ugly. I'm going to take the Buccaneers 24-23. to 23. All right. I mean, we're both right there. We're both right yeah. there. And I, like I said, I mean, I've never been a huge Bulls fan, especially late game decision-making and everything else. And 
gosh, I remember, I mean, how he left that poor kid, Donovan Smith, in the game when, when Brady was getting destroyed a couple of years ago. I think it was either last year or the year before. And I was like, take him out. Uh, what's that coach doing? But regardless, uh, defense is what his calling card has always been. And uh, his teams are always physical. I think this will be a very close game. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a good one. It's going to be a nice reminder of the old black and blue division rivalry that went on for so many years. And uh, yeah, should be a lot of fun to watch all the the throwback bucko Bruce creamsicle stuff going on <laughs> on the field. Love it. You know, I, I wish the, the Bucks had been able to do this like with the Eagles as well, where they were the, the creamsicles and the Eagles could have worn the Kelly Greens. Um, get on it, NFL. Let let road teams wear throwbacks, too, so that we can have full blown throwback games for both sides. But that is going to do it for this Crossover Thursday episode of Locked on Lions and Locked on Bucks. Make sure you are checking out everything that Matt is doing on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. Check out everything that I'm doing at jarco underscore bucks. And of course, subscribe to Locked on Lions, Locked on Bucks on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy the game this weekend. And thank you so much for joining us right here on Crossover Thursday, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.